This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee, at the club, Club Get the post. Welcome back. Ready for the club. First club in a while we've done together. Yeah. It's a party. It's, again, it's been a minute. You got a New Year's resi? You guys? Uh, yeah, it's the same one I've had for like like 17 years. I'm on like my fourth try at Rosetta Spanish. So oh, really? We're going to make another run at it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, it's just, it's, it's embarrassing how many times I've gone south of the border and my uh, Spanish is still absolute dog crap. So... Uh, one of my kids is uh, is learning it and got way better than I did and was able to kind of help us out south of the border. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, she's been studying for like six months and is already better than I am. So I'm giving embarrassing for you. I'm giving it another world. She showed you up. Well, I feel bad because I like people you, you meet people down there and they're like, oh, is this your first time down there? And I'm like, no, it's like 12. And then you're like, I'm sorry. Like, you've been down there enough times. If you've been to a country double digits and you don't have a, a, a good grasp of the, the language, you're a, a dumbass. So I would like to raise my hand and say I'm a dumbass and uh, I'm going to try to be better. Yeah, see, I think the Rosetta Stone thing would be hard, but I, I it's commendable. It's just that I, I'm more, I learn more in like the immersive. Yes. Like, yeah, you just I get like, down there and you start talking and I, listening. I don't live there, so. Well, I know, but I just, I'm just saying like, uh, I think your best bet is screw the Rosetta Stone, get down there again. And, and you were just down there for a week. So but then go to, like, a local bar for three hours and yeah. just try to chop it up with locals and yeah. get whatever well, you can out of them. My daughter uh, has been she, – she's she's really into languages. And then I got a buddy of mine who is, is, is dating uh, a gal from Venezuela, and he speaks pretty fluent Spanish, and it's kind of embarrassing. I have two people that I can speak to on a daily basis, and again, so it's that's my Well, I just, I just that's don't think my you're going to get there with Rosetta Stone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The only way you're going to get there – 
is really try when you're down there. Yes. And I do. I do. And then I, and I, I come home and I'm excited for about two weeks and then it slowly trickles off and, uh, and then nothing. So actually I, I did look into this. I have not pulled the trigger on it yet, but I'm thinking about going to do a community college. They can just, they have, they have Spanish classes. So I'm I'm uh, currently poking around at like Mount Hood or at uh, Clark College and maybe actually take a class because then it would force me to go and study. Again, classroom setting, don't love it. Yeah, again, I I got well, good fig- luck with it. I got to figure something out. So that's really the only New I'm Year's re- that's really the only New Year's resolution that I have. Immersion, move there. <laughs> Just head down. You'll be fluent in no time. That job may be a bit uh, problematic. What if I? What if we did our started doing our show in Spanish? Now we're now we're on board. You See, think we'd get better ratings? <laughs> I mean, I don't see why we why we don't at least entertain this idea. Right. Well, none of us speak Spanish. That may be problem number one. <laughs> well, momentito. We'll, there. well, let's just say move <laughs> it to Mexico. Lo siento, lo siento. We'll move it to Mexico. Podemos uh, practicar conjuntos. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a response to that? I don't. I just, uh-huh. said we, I just said we could practice together, which is true. Oh, Buckley knows his Spanish. Look at that. We should move the show to Mexico, get immersed. Mm-hmm. And broadcast back to Portland in Spanish. I like it. That's the next evolution of our broadcast. Is that like El Rey? Like the, the some yeah. of the Latino stations get huge numbers. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I think I think they'd love us. <laughs> talk a lot. Talk a lot of non soccer. Yeah. So New Year's resolution for you? No, oh, I don't. Just be just be great. Yeah, just continue excellence. <laughs> you wake up no, and piss I, excellence. I, I have one. Uh, some, of course, love the. Uh, or, or maybe tolerate this broadcast, and uh, we love and tolerate them, right? Yeah. yeah. Others don't, and this year I vow to keep this show unpalatable <laughs> to those people. That's good. I so, like that. Yeah, that's my New Year's resolution. Buckley, uh, mine is to mine's health related. I just want to lose some more weight. I've, uh, I've I'm on the path there, but didn't quite hit my goal for last year. So. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Looking a little sloppy, Buck. No, we're actually. I say we. My wife and I are doing a dry January. So oh, are you? Kicking, kicking things off that's like that. That's, that's that's terrible. Well, I've done that before, and it does work. I mean, yes. it's just a nice little reset. Those are yeah. great, and yeah. it is a great reset. But I say keep going. You say keep keep drinking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, stay dry. Oh, just like all keep year. Keep going past the. Well, as you know, I got in a little trouble at one point. <laughs> yes. And I there went... was a there was a kerfuffle. <laughs> there was, and it was about a guy named Jim. Yes. Well, I went dry for. Many, many months, mm-hmm. as you are required to do. And uh, I tell you, it was it was a very eye-opening experience. Now, I've, I've done the 30-day uh, like thing, you know, and it's nothing compared to that. And so I think the longer you can go, the more you will learn mm-hmm. about your drinking habits, why you do it. Um, I think you need to experience multiple things throughout your year whether it be a vacation or, or other things that you usually do in, in your year, you need to experience them without alcohol. And the more of those things you do, and you don't get those in 30 days. What Basically what people do is they change their lifestyle for 30 days, and then they go back to being Right. Well, that's drunk. just the thing. My birthday is February 3rd, and I plan on time went on. So, you know. Right. I, See, mean, so I, I, I feel right, like it's, right, right. it's way better to, to, you know, like experience a Super Bowl sober. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, you know, uh, a birthday or then a but summer you're, you're vacation. But you're going, you're not doing, it's not conditional anymore. You're going through life that way. That's right. right. And that's where I think you really learn about what alcohol sure. means to you, what your relationship is with it, and how to to uh, change it. Does that include but, drugs as well? <laughs> do we have to? Well, do I we don't have to do go, drugs. Do we have to go off everything? Uh, uh, I mean, 
No, not, not, not if you're doing the, a... The drugs keep the weight off. Yeah, I, I also didn't say sober. Buck loves drugs. I didn't say sober January. I just said dry January. Mm. Oh, wait, what? Dry. Oh, so yeah. you, you weed and... Yeah, because yeah, it's all fine. that doesn't pack on pounds, right? I mean, I don't... Well, they can. It depends on your munchies. Depends on, but, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah, so you get the munchies. So people that smoke a lot of weed... You don't have to. But oh, no. It's, I, I think there's a wide spectrum of people who smoke weed who are yeah. either in great shape or awful shape. So, yeah. Well, I think what you need is meth. Mm. Yeah, that you know. Start some, meth in 2023. There's my new resolution. Well, and you know, and then and then away. give it up. It'll be the hardest thing you ever do. Yeah. Give it up for like Lent or something. You want so take, I could win two resolutions. <laughs> if you want to take weight off, meth will do it. Yeah, you know, I've heard. Get some amphetamines or whatnot. Like when I come back from vacation, uh, I tend to vacation and I have a good time. Um, so when I come home, I always do the. I, I usually go, you know, ten days to two weeks where it's just, you know. But I came back right before New Year's, and. Um, so that that didn't happen this time. We ended up at like a house party, and there was a van involved. Oh, you're saying like you go, you just turn when, it down. When I come back from vacation, I usually take about two weeks yeah. where there is nothing. I don't right. drink, I don't do anything. Right. But like the second day I was back, uh, we ended up over at uh, like a like, kind of like a pre-New Year's party, and that went right out the window. Like I said, he had a big yeah. Sprinter van, and we ended up in the Sprinter van, and then you know it was a whole thing well the most sustainable thing to do is not worry about like oh i gotta do 10 days or a month but it's just to like change your lifestyle change your habits so that you can party for that night because you have that coming up and you want to have a couple drinks uh but then for a week if nothing's going on why are you drinking yeah you know, so it's more of a lifestyle thing than it is, oh, I have to stay sober for X number of days. That's just, I don't know. It's, I just don't think that's as, as sustainable. I would tell you this, and, and I'm not, I, I feel, and again, it's all perspective, right? And it's, you know, one man's, you know. Are you about to say you're not an alcoholic? Because we all know that's not true. I feel like I have I'm a kidding. excellent relationship with substances. I, I do not feel mm. that I... There's never a time where I feel like I have to do anything or that, like, I go long periods without, and then sometimes I go through periods where, you know, well, we'll, we'll get after it a, a handful of days. I don't feel that I have any issue with any, outside of maybe, like, Chinese food, I think that may be the only, uh, the only issue I have. I don't ever feel the need to be like, I need to prove that I can be, that I cannot drink for a month. Because there's plenty of times where I'll look up and I'm like, oh, it's been a couple weeks. And I don't even think about it. Yeah, and, see, and, that's weird for me. Yeah. Yeah, I just have the I have that leaky off faucet, you know? Like I, that, I don't. The off handle is hard to turn off, especially once I get started. So i got to be careful. Yeah. But I've learned that over time. Yeah. I've also learned that drinking, uh, at least for me, uh, was very much anxiety-driven. Like, it's just a... Calms you down a little bit. Well, what I what I noticed was I go through, like I was telling Bucky, you go through all these life events without alcohol for a extended period of time, sober for a year or whatever, and you realize, oh my god, I realized I was whatever I was drinking at a dinner or a party or whatever because I did I just went about my life, but there was no alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Whatever I was drinking, I would pound it. That taught me, oh, you're drinking. You just need like it's an. You're, you're anxious, mm-hmm. and you're just constantly sipping something, through. constantly sipping something. And I drank fast. Huh. And I noticed I did that with water or soda or coffee. It's everything. Did it with coffee. It was with everything. Huh. That's it. It took me that to realize. Oh, that's why I'm doing that with booze. And then you get to a place with booze where it's like, okay, I've had too many, and now your inhibitions are. You just 
poor decision maker and it's like that i don't want to get to that place. i want to have a few and enjoy sure and a lot of people can do that i never could but now so that so it took that sobriety for a long time for me to realize but now you feel like you're in a good spot i'm great with can. i'm great with it now um you know but like you i go on vacation and god my god we ate and drank our way through kansas yeah uh, if you can do that absolutely uh i think it's legal we did that uh because it's holidays and you there's nothing to do and it's like oh might as well you know yeah. so you get a little loose at the holidays but i'm much better about reining it in and understanding why i'm doing it yeah. that's the key the only time i feel like it can go off the rails for me and I, i've said this is vacation you put me on a beach somewhere where i've got like 11 days with no commitments whatsoever like my biggest thing is uh like getting a tan and then making like like uh, like a fishing reservation like out on a boat that's where that's the only time where i feel like i don't get in trouble but i can go where <laughs> like six or seven days into that i'm like Ooh. <laughs> like we got we got to dial this we got to dial this back a notch yeah that's, and you but you can and i can't the, the key i can't a lot of people can't yes they get down that rabbit hole and they're no. like well no i i have it at least once a vacation where there's a there's a day or two on the vacation where like and the corona goes away and there's the blender gets put away because it's just Whoa. been too many days blender oh yeah i'm a big blender guy on vacation well especially in mexico gotta got have a nice frozen margarita candy get out of here with that oh come on when in Rome? Oh, I'm, a I'm not saying all the time. Frozen. I drink margaritas in Mexico, but they I'm ain't a, frozen. I'm a, I'm oh, a, a nice slushy one on a hot day? Come on, get yeah. at me. Anytime I go south of the border, the first stop, you go to a grocery store and just buy a giant bottle of vodka, you buy a bunch of fresh fruit, and then like some uh, some juice, and away we go. That works too. Yep. Or, and you know, do this one, just cut a watermelon, my favorite, cut a watermelon in half, right? Hollow some of it out or poke some holes in it. Soak that thing in whatever booze you want. Let that sit in the fridge for a day. Go ahead and eat that uh, half. Just get a spoon out and start eating it. And that's a Frank Reynolds eating your booze. It's a magical thing. Hot day on the beach somewhere. I'm into that. Half a rum-soaked watermelon. You're welcome. All right. Where were we? About to take a break, probably. Really? Again? Again. Well, I've got more hot travel talk. Um... Yeah. I've got, I found something that's very undervalued in travel. Yeah. That's what I think. Is it the, the half a watermelon? <laughs> <clears throat> no. Oh. It costs $8. Eight bucks. And I find it to be a great buy. <laughs> Depends on where you're at. $8 can go a lot <laughs> further in some places. It is 617 on the. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, so I was on a flight, an airplane, an aeroplane from Kansas City to Seattle last night. And it was a longer flight, four hours or so, mm-hmm. three, three and a half hours, four hours. Normally, um, most of our flights are, I, I just was thinking about this as we were flying, I'm like, oh, that's really long. Like, we, we've gone to Europe and we've been down to South America, but this these last handful of years since COVID, most of our flights, when we take them, are a couple of hours. Like you know, down to San Diego. San Diego or um, Vegas. Or, you know, it's two hours to Denver and then two hours to Kansas, right? Sure. So I'm never really on these long flights. But this one was long enough that, because I don't know what your cutoff is, but my cutoff, length of flight where I have nothing to do and I can just sit there mm-hmm. and maybe drink, tops two and a half hours really yeah i if it's two if it's over two and a half hours i'm starting to think about well i need to download some things onto my ipad or, oh okay you I, see what i mean i get where you're like, going i can just like portland to seattle so then we had seattle to portland right? yeah 30 minutes yeah. i can just sit there or 45 minutes tops. Off. yeah whatever oh 45 minutes I, for you? I can i need so you need something i need something yeah see i can sit there for a while as long as i can have a drink yeah, mine mine will be only from like here to Seattle is about is that that's what is that thirty minutes twenty five minutes right wheels up wheels down thirty Th- yeah that is about the max if you told me I'm gonna raw dog this flight right nothing nothing I'm just, just gonna sit there I'm just and gonna sit there thumb. and twiddle my thumbs and uh, I will say that uh, Alaska has Buffalo Trace now which is nice thank you they're about to have straightaway are they really did you know that I didn't know no, yeah. I, no, no. I was like, hey. Pre-made cut. Co- so you're on Alaska Airlines. Yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, dump that. <laughs> dump that. Didn't Never happen. Mind. Never mind. All I know is on the, we took Alaska and they had Buffalo Trace and I'm like, hells yeah. Thank you. Um, no, I can't. I need, I before I travel, I always, uh, I get a couple of audio books. I got a couple uh, movies, uh, something. I, I can, I hate sitting there and just staring ahead because I got a little bit of the, uh, like crowds of people. I'm not going to say that it's, it's not like a – I don't necessarily hate it, but I don't do well just amongst just groups of people. I need something to occupy my ears and eyes, and yeah, I, I'm, I, I can't do that. I can't raw dog a plane. I need stuff. I'm just double-checking here. Um... <laughs> you all right? Yeah, never mind. Okay. Um, Disregard. Yeah, see, for me, I can sit there. I just, you know, I'll have a glass of wine. Or I talk to my wife. God forbid I'll talk to my wife. People watch or something. I'll just sit there. Doze, you know, doze off. Sure. Maybe. Sleep. Yeah. It's not that long. Two and a half hours. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, over that, I got to have something to do. So I bought, so last night, Seattle, longer fun. Yeah. I bought the $8 in-flight Wi-Fi. Oh. And allow me to say, that is one of the more undervalued $8 spent. Oh, 100%. Now, if you... And I say undervalued. I'm choosing my words carefully here. It's not um, underpriced because if you look at how much you pay for Wi-Fi at your house for a month or yeah. whatever, 50, 60 bucks, Something whatever like it that. is, yeah. $8 seems like kind of a ripoff for a three-hour flight. Sure. Kind of. But in the interest of just being captive and nothing else to do, I feel like they could totally make that 20 bucks, and I would pay it. If you caught me four hour flight and see here's the thing, I'd pre download though. So I Yeah, sometimes I do, I didn't this time. So but if you caught me four hour flight and I've got nothing, you're gonna get me for at least thirty dollars on the Wi Fi and I'll pull the I'll pull the trigger you, on it. I would too. Yeah. This is only eight. 
The nice part is I have uh, my cell phone free. My cell phone has the, they, they pay for your in-flight Wi-Fi. Oh. Yeah. So whenever you scroll down, like you have to sign in, just down below it's got the, the wireless carrier, and it's like, oh, it's on us. So I do have uh, I do have the ability to do both, but yes, the in-flight Wi-Fi for $8, I am so with you. And yet at the same time, you know what I won't pay for? Hotel Wi-Fi. I don't yeah. know I don't know why but it right. pisses me off. Yeah, it should be free. If I get to a hotel and I go into my room and they've got the and they're they're hitting me with the Wi-Fi, I it's it's like 12 bucks or whatever for whatever reason that pisses me off and I get very angry. <laughs> like I'm not paying this. This is absurd cuz I can go down to the lobby and get free Wi-Fi, but I'm two floors up and then I'll I try to be like uh, like if you get your room sometimes you can uh, leech on to the free Wi-Fi if you're like down low enough. And then you feel like you're getting away with now, something. Now, do you have a plan? Do you have to go Wi-Fi, or do you have a like a data plan? No, I have a data plan. Yeah, so I do. Too. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter, although you know, it's you know, if you're trying to download, to if like yeah, if you're trying to download something or whatever, then yeah, it can be a bit problematic. But Wi-Fi is one of those things that I struggle to pay for. But the plane, uh, yeah, it's it's money, man. Y- you have to have it. it. Changed everything. I was able to sit there and watch Kansas uh, Texas Tech on the plane, have a glass of wine. It was delightful. Look, I think back to when I was a kid. And, and flying and, and traveling places like car rides, bus rides, airplane rides. I don't know how we did it because you had nothing. Like there was just no, we drove once from Gresham, Oregon down to Disneyland. And I'm here to tell you that in a Dodge Omni 024. And, and by the way, I sat on my mother's lap. I was like five years old because the back seat was full. Like a hundred degree driving through the California desert. I can't think of a more miserable experience when you're a kid. You just didn't know any better. Well, the other thing, too, is our minds now aren't, are conditioned differently than they were back then. Like, we didn't have a million things a minute and apps and information constantly hitting us that now we feel like we need to be fed with That's that. True. Like, we could just sit there and just be Dude, way I could, easier. Than I could, uh, no, you're right. I could stare out the window as yeah. a kid. And, re- and I love geography. I love just looking at things from 30,000 feet. But kids today couldn't. Feet. No, they think it's the dumbest thing. I, it, it blows me. Okay, this is a weird thing that happened last night. I got a window seat. No window. What? There was no window. What do you mean there's no window? I, it was just a part of the plane where the seat, it, it was just, it was so wind- weird. You had a windowless window seat? Yes. That's what I, t- I looked at my wife. I was like, did you complain? <laughs> I like the window. Uh, and was there an was aisle, no man, but window. Really? And so the guy. I didn't, in, I didn't know that was the thing. So I was looking, but I, there was, I could have, I had a sliver of the guy in front of me's window. Yeah. <laughs> just leaning forward. Excuse me. Well, yeah, because I do like to look at. And try to like think in my head like, oh, I wonder what town that you know. Where I know our route we're flying, or sure. like, that's the this mountain range or whatever. I enjoy that stuff. Yeah, always have. It. Dry- I, I don't understand why people close their uh, window shades. Oh uh, yeah. And the guy in front of me instantly closed his window shade. I'm like, you're a piece <laughs> of crap. I don't have. Did you tap him? And be like, sir. No. Well, was it at night? Like maybe you. It trying was to, at night. Yeah. And he maybe was trying to sleep. Trying but to sleep. I, I. I mean, I get it. I guess if it. <laughs> but I would think it would be better to close it if you're trying to sleep. If it's sunny, if it's like day. It's yeah. Sunny. Whereas night, you can sleep anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't think that there's that much light out there. I don't know. That is. I weird. just gotta I, tell you. If I'm a window, because I'm I'm almost always an aisle, because I can kind of get my leg out there a little bit. Um. But if I am a window, I'm 100% a window open. The window never shuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a real problem. Look, I don't have a problem with these people. I shouldn't stay, say it that way. But I don't understand why you would close the window shade on, on, a, on a flight. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't know. I don't get that. No. When you do that, I instantly think we're not going to be friends. I, <laughs> I don't think we have so much in common. 
you instantly judge. But you thought previously that you would certainly be fast friends. Yeah, like yeah. I'm sitting next to this hot. I'm like, wow, she's really hot. She's probably gonna love me. We're gonna hit it off. And there's, sorry, there's honey. something great about sitting next to a hot though. And then she, it makes oh, the whole flight oh, better. Yeah. Little does she know you're side eyeing her the whole time. No, I would never do that. The uh, and I, I I wonder if this was a purpose pitch towards me, or if it was just dumb luck. But when we were coming back, full flight back in, to and from Mexico. We had a direct flight from, from here down to Cabo. And there was a lady who had a little kid, probably, mm, let's go a year and a half, and she comes cruising down the uh, the aisle, and the kid has clearly est his pants. The smell <laughs> is just Damn. awful. Brutal. And I can smell it coming down the, the aisle, and I'm like, what in the hell? And she stops. And obviously, there you know, you, there's a little bit of backup at the bathroom, right? A couple people waiting. She stops right in front of me, and I'm on the aisle. And guess where that kid's ass is? It's face level with me. I was trying right on your knee. I was trying not to, to not to vomit, and it went on that way for a good solid 45 seconds to a minute. And I'm just like, what? And, the, and so the, she finally moves on, and my, my my lady leans over to me and goes, "What was that?" And I'm like, "I may just, I may die." And she was wearing a mask at least. <laughs> She's like, I could smell that through the mask. And I'm like, try being me, right? So here she comes on the way back from the, the, the bathroom as it comes by. The kid still reeks. I don't I, I don't know what, what's happening, but the kid still smells like he crapped his pants. And I'm like, oh. And so maybe a half hour later, guess who comes walking back down the aisle? Her again with the kid. And guess where she stops? Right in front of me. This happens two more times. Three times that kid's ass stopped right in front of my face. What are the odds? What are the odds? And I'm not right by the bathroom. I'm like 15 rows from the back of the plane. How on earth did she stop in front of me all three times to put that kid's dirty ass in my face? I don't know what to say. Yeah, what'd you do to her, man? I was, yeah. and my, my, my gal is like grabbing my arm because she can tell I'm about to, I'm yeah, about to lose it. You can't let it go. No. It's the third, the first time I didn't say anything. Second time I'm giving the dirty look, right? I'm staring at her like, "Are you kidding me?" And I want to know how does your kid's ass still smell like this? Are, are, clearly, you're going to the back. I'm assuming to change him. You're not just leaving it in there. But the third time, she my, my, she's like digging into my arm with her nails because she knows that I'm about to unload on this lady. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You can't do that. And if there is a line at the bathroom, then sit your ass down until that bathroom is free and then go back. Well, he can't sit down. Why are you stopping in front of me? Spread it out. There's 40 other rows. Well, Let someone else enjoy the fragrant nature of your stinky-ass kid. In in defense of her, she's not thinking about you. She's got she's got problems. But this is the problem with people. Like it, People are really annoying in high-stress travel situations. Yes. You could stop it. People are annoying. Which but is, it which gets is why worse. I need something on a plane to distract me. <laughs> Don't you think it gets worse during travel, especially holiday? I, th- I feel like to holiday travel it's even worse yes. than regular travel. Yes, because people are just they're on they're on they're just on one, right? We're on edge. This dude last night, and I sat and watched him. See, I I'm the opposite of you. Like I can sit and watch people be dumb all day, and I just sit and I observe and judge and laugh. This dude. So we're in seat 27, towards the back of the plane, mm-hmm. or aisle 27. Um, this guy gets on the plane, and he is up in a, in a uh, exit row, it, but he doesn't have any, he, he's late, his boarding group, so he 
he got on a little bit late. He doesn't have any overhead bin space for his little bag. Yeah. So he walks all the way back to the back of the plane to try to find yeah, back to, to where we are. Yeah, you got to find a spot. Well, now he's screwed up the whole and and he first of all, he's so dumb. He he can't he can't shove his his bag is very little. It would fit up there. He, he just can't navigate the angle at all. He's yeah. not he's not working a game of Tetris it's here. Like, dude, you're an idiot. Turn it the other way and it yeah. will fit. So then he passes by like five spots where he could put his bag because he he doesn't he isn't doing it right. Yeah. And now he's got to come all the yeah, way back. He's got to come all the way back through all the people who are trying to board. Salmon up the stream, huh? Dude, I'm like, <laughs> you are a moron. And you, he, and he's all frazzled. And the flight attendants are like, well, sir, can, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just moving back here because I need to find a place for my bag. It's just, and they have to be nice. They're trying not to be jerks, but they're also trying to get what they need. Yeah. And it's and I'm like, dude, you just cost us at least ten minutes. And I, I, you, and he didn't know. He had no idea. And you, you're able to just shrug this oh, off. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm just laughing. I can't. It, I'm like that dude. It is a, it is a fingernail in my brain, and like I have to have someone. Like my partner knows. Like she has to be there to like calm me down. Like the you know, shh, shh, and just like stroke my beard and like That's calm like, me down like a horse because it just, <laughs> I want to lash out well, what would you do in i that just scenario? i just want to scream at someone and be like get your s together or get <laughs> off the effing plane like a coach you're like yes, bob knight out i there. am like bob knight <laughs> i want to be like it's not that hard society we have to we're on this journey together and when one of us isn't pulling their own weight i we need to be we should be able to call each other out yeah. And I'm fine. If that's me and I'm the human piece of cholesterol in the hallway artery of the airplane, then fine. Call me out, too. But I'm this way with, like, ordering at restaurants. I'm this way at, like, waiting in lines. I just, I have a hard time with it. It's like why I said I need things to distract me amongst the public. Otherwise, uh, a murderous rage wants to build up inside me. Yeah, I'm with you in one sense. I think it would be good for this guy to understand how how, how he screwed up everything. I don't think he did. And I would want him to know. That's that. what I'm saying. And that's we, the unfortunate part, because if, if if he is just blissfully unaware, which it's not fair for everyone to hate this guy, but also it's fair, it's for, fair for someone to say, hey, dude, this isn't yeah. how the society works. Yeah. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be, he should it know. Shouldn't be that yeah. hard. And that's what I think. When you don't know, you want to tell him. It's like, dude, you, you realize you're screwing up. This whole, you, you are screwing up this whole thing. Yes. You're and, the reason why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, but we've all been that guy at some point without knowing it. <laughs> I mean, we have. You, you know you have. Sure. And I know I have. I just, you know, you just but I, unaware. I guess, I guess the difference is I try to be yes, conscious. exactly. I try to be. That's it. This guy clearly wasn't. Yeah. And that's what's annoying about I it. I do try to be very courteous. When I'm traveling, I understand that if I do that, even if it benefits me, it's going to screw everyone else over, and I'm not going to do it because we're there as a community. And I'm not going to be the a-hole screwing it up. And when you are, someone needs to call you to task. Like if I have the, if I'm, if I'm really gassy, I'm not just going to go over and blow ass in someone's face for 30 minutes. And if my kid had crapped his pants, I wouldn't be standing there in front of waving it in front of someone's face, being like, "Well, it's not my problem." Yeah, it is. Take some responsibility for you and your stinky ass kid. Well, okay, you, you can tell I'm right. passionate about this. People are awful. He's right. <laughs> yeah, just stopped right there. But especially at holiday travel. And yes, this guy's right. Uh, they should just pass out little weed gummies. There you go. Right as you get on them. Everybody has to take one. Required. If you want to stay on this flight, take this. And I, Forced I, drug use. And I yes. and I do. That's right. <laughs> Before I get on any travel. It's 
it's a prereq. All right. Uh, so eight dollar in flight Wi Fi. Don't you normally get it? But last night, ah, uh, greatest thing ever. Game changer. I'm in. I might even get it on little one hour flights now. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know. Eight bucks, man. Because they don't change the cost of a cocktail. Exactly. They don't change the price, do they? No. So it's eight bucks on like some flight to Italy. That's. Uh, oh God, I don't. Hours? I don't. It, it is. It is to to a lot of places. I don't know about all the way there, but like over to like Europe, over to Iceland, and over to like just down to yeah. Mexico. Yeah, it's eight bucks. They're costing themselves some money. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't tell them that. You hear that, airlines? All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what's up next. Uh, here's Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, somebody, uh, we're talking about traveling and flying with idiots and stuff. Somebody said, you know, my favorite is when the plane stops and the passenger grabs his bag quickly to get ahead of everyone. Oh, God, I want to assault that person. Isn't that the worst? The worst. Why do people do this? I feel like Mike Lynch once said that he was that guy. Probably. And he chalked it up to just anxiety. Oh, okay. So the other however many people. Me too, man. I know. I'm on pills. I know, man. I get (laughs) it. It's the ultimate what makes you special moment for me. Like, if, if you have a connecting flight. I totally understand. If you have a medical or, like, family emergency, I totally understand. Otherwise, we have all literally been in the same ship together for the yeah. exact amount of time. Like, it's we're all literally the same way. If you do it, if everybody would just do it right, it would all go way faster. Yeah. But then people that want to just get theirs and screw the other 50 people or whatever. And that's all I'm saying. Like, like when I say that, I, that these people, it's, it's, it's scratching my brain because it's, it's that. Like, I don't think I'm special. Right, I understand. Like, I'm not some unique snowflake out there, and I I get special treatment. We're all, like you said, we're all doing this together. We're all on the plane. We're all dealing with the same thing, and it's a handful of people that decide that their time or their space or their comfort is more valuable than this person's, and it's that. And I hate the fact that you can get five people on a plane of 200 people, and they're the ones that ruin it for the other for, for the rest of us. Those people piss me off. And I feel like we should have some sort of like, should be like a, it'd be like a survival vote where like a survivor where if there's enough of us, we just vote your ass off. We're like, you know what? No, you don't. You yeah. don't get to go on. That this, would be fun. You don't get to go on this journey. We can all do it on our phones. Yes, like that guy in seven A. Yeah, he's done. 
He's out. He's out. Is You've he? been voted off the flight. Yes. Well, there was a really fun. I um, well, I say fun. There was a Black Mirror episode where like you, everybody had like almost an Uber rating over their head, and if you saw someone in society yeah. do something you didn't like, you could kind of downvote them, and then your rating gave you access to other stuff yeah. in society. So like it's you, basically like China. Uh, <laughs> this is a little different than Isn't that. Isn't that what they're doing over there? <laughs> well, like, but I do remember that. I love Black Mirror, by the way. Yeah. And that, I do remember that episode. I, like, what if you could just say that guy's not coming on a flight for another month because yeah. of that? Like, right. I, I understand that when, whenever you get on a plane, and, and Rob, you may not have this. Buck, you're a bigger guy. Not only am I a big guy, but I look. I, no one wants to sit by me, and I understand that. I don't want to sit by me. So when I get on an airplane, and I'm never in the first boarding group because, you know, I'm not Alaska Gold Delta Platinum Plus 17,000, you know, nine of those boarding groups. I'm usually somewhere towards the back. I bought my ticket on Orbitz in the last minute. (laughs) So I get like I'm walking on the airplane at the very end. I understand that when you have an empty seat and you see me walking out, you're like, God, not him, not him, not him. So like when I when I'm like I I start apologizing I I just say I look I'm sorry I don't want to sit by me either and I'm like if I bump you throughout the flight I am sorry I understand that my shoulders probably aren't going to fit in the seat you want the armrest up you want it down whatever is going to make you more comfortable like I I understand that and so to me like I've had this before where if a woman brings a child on I understand that she doesn't want to be carrying that child too. And I love it when a woman's like, hey, I, I am sorry in advance. My kid's cranky. Just that. Just acknowledging it. And if you're sitting by me, I'm like, hey, whatever I can do to help. But if you are so blind and ignorant to the fact that you are carrying a cranky ass child that may offend some people and you're just going to be an ass about it, it makes me want to shove you out the emergency exit door. And I just wish people had some common like, like self-awareness to understand that you know, you what you do is going to affect other people. Well, if everyone had self-awareness, society would be great. Yes. But they don't. They don't. And it's not. <laughs> so I don't know if we're ever going to change that. But uh, you're right. It's like it's the guy who's who's not in any hurry. I feel like you should at least give off the vibe that you're in a hurry to get your bags down and, and move. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, we had a guy last night who had, like, 18 coats and 18 bags up there. It's like, just at least show us that you're hurrying to to get this thing moving. Yes. But he was just like, he was just like a turtle. Yeah. Just going and just in his own little world. Yeah. And it just, it's that. It's the, that's what, the thing that bugs me more in this world than anything else is just what you just say, lack of self-awareness and a lack of common courtesy to your fellow man. And... Yeah, that, I say it, screw them. <laughs> that will get my blood boiling faster than just about anything. Hey, there's Patrick. That must mean it's Wednesday. Hot is today Wednesday? corner. It is Wednesday. Yeah, the hot corner's coming up. So let's get your brother in here. And, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up next on The Fan. Well, it's good to hear this man's voice, if indeed it is him. Hello? <laughs> you know... I used to listen to a radio show with two guys that sound just like you, but I haven't heard them for a while, so this is kind of fun. It would be awkward if one day it was just like your kid. Like, would we be able to tell the difference? Actually, I didn't tell you this, but uh, we're leaving for vacation tomorrow. <laughs> and we're gone. <laughs> so this was a one of one. And and I believe it, yes. That's that's what's funny is that that's totally plausible. I could totally see that happening. Do, so. do, does either one of your wiener boys sound like you? Oh. Um, well, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's one of those things where, like, if I hear myself 
on the radio or on. So I don't. I don't think I sound like me. You don't think you sound like your own voice. So people have said that. Like if they call and Jr. answers the phone or something, they'll be like, "Oh, I thought that was you." I don't hear it, but I mean, I guess I don't know. Like I, I don't think you're. I don't think James sounds like you. No, he doesn't sound uh, like me at all. But but people say you, we sound alike. So that's why I was just wondering. Like when you said it's you know maybe it's you. Like if Jr. answered the phone, like when we called, I. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, like, how how long would it be? Like, wait, something's off. <laughs> I think you'd notice right away, but well, probably because um, he would refuse to talk. But you know, that that and that would be it, right? He doesn't have my wit and charm and sensibilities. He would just be like, "What do you want?" Yeah, so, John. Yeah, it's people, it's an interesting. People say you and I. People say you and I sound alike, and I don't hear that either. I don't. I don't. You think we sound alike, Isaac? Yes, uh, not well. It's hard to ask me because I talk to you both all, yeah, the, time. all the time. I think you, it would be yeah. better to talk That's... to somebody who hears you both for the first time, because I think yeah. that your cadence and yes, style is somewhat similar, but I don't think your voices are that close. So I'm yeah. a hard one to ask. Yeah, that's probably true. But like when I'm when I'm on the show, when you're gone and I do the show with my brother, I've, I've had people say, "Oh, it's hard to tell you." Like I don't hear that. It doesn't sound well, that way. That's to me, because but... you. I mean, your brothers. You. You know. It's like twins. Yeah. Like with the first time you meet twins, you're like, wow, they're really identical. I can't tell them apart. Well, if you get to know them, then you don't understand how anybody can't tell them apart. Sure. So it's like it's a little bit like that. Yeah. That's what I. Yeah, think. that is true. But it's we weird because we cause... do speak the same way. Yeah, you do, and you have yeah, yeah, exactly. But like John is like one of the more outgoing people. Like in real life, John's way more outgoing than I am. But like his two kids, like. You you can be in a room with John's sons for like four hours and you will not hear a single word out of them. It's strange because John and his wife are both very jovial, uh, social, interactive people, and his two kids could not be any further from their two parents. Yeah, they're they're both pretty private for sure. That that is weird, kind of how that that happens because you know they grow up in the same house and they're that and they'll they'll do stuff and I'll be like, oh, they didn't get that for me and they didn't get it for my wife. But you know you're. James was kind of like that. Iserman was a little bit like that until he went to school. He was pretty quiet, shy, and reserved, and then he went away to college. And now he's the belle of the ball. He's completely, yeah. to me, he's completely different and outgoing, and he was never like that growing up. So um, I don't know. It's weird. Weird how that is. And then my and then my oldest is just creepy. It's just a, it's like a it's a worse version of me, but in female form. It's it's terrifying. Yeah, it's like it, yeah, it's female you, and it is terrifying because. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, like the poor bastard that that finds himself with her. I pity that guy. I mean, it's it, it's a rough go. So like, normally there's at least one of the kids that ends up being like one of the parents. But it just he, like I'm telling you, my brother and his wife as friendly a people as you'll ever meet, and it just I just assume that one of the kids would have uh, would have would have gone that way. But nature versus nurture, I guess. Has has meatball has meatball developed any of the trademark rock sensibilities? I think some. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. Nature nurture type thing. Since I'm step, you know, and he's got a, a really great stepmom, and he's got great yeah. dad and great mom. So there's, yeah, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, there's a lot of different. He has a lot of all of us in him, and it is pretty interesting to see. I, I think if you caught me 20 years, or let's just say you caught me before I came into their live meatball and nurse nice. I would say that nurture, uh, uh, nature, way more impactful than nurture. But now that I've gone through it, 
I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. I think it's very, uh, it's, it's a lot of both. Yeah, I agree. And, and you look at, you know, even, even like Jay, your kid, like my boys, right? Same house, same parents, same upbringing, pretty much the same thing. They're completely different kids. So, um, you know, nurture for sure, but nature also, they, at some point they were born with what they are and who they are. And, um, and I look at each one of them and they're just so different in some ways that you're like, how could you grow up in the same house with the same parents, well, same environment? And it's, and it's drastically different. As you said, though, uh, it takes time. Sometimes kids, it takes them a little while to bust out of their shell. I was a really shy kid. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. No, I was pretty, I, I was pretty quiet and shy because my brother was, you know, big personality and I was just, and then, you know, well, I'm still kind of shy. Happened. I don't know. It just, you know, it changes at different times in, in people's lives. Like Eisenman, that's a good point. Eisenman was really quiet. Yep. I, I don't know a, 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 uh, outspoken Eisenman. No, he, he made a, it was a 180 radical shift. He claims getting a job and a girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I think it was getting away from you. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> right. That's possible. Can't get a, a word in edgewise at that house. Right, get, get out get from out under the domineering tub of big dude, Jason Janik, and he finally flourishes. It's great to see. I'm such an overbearing parent. <laughs> My helicopter parent style. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, where's your kid? I don't know. Uh, somewhere around. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, tomorrow we'll talk about how you blew off my wrestling text the other day. How did I blow it off? I thought that was super cool. In fact, I was going to ask you, did you bring that home? No, I just took pictures. I have a whole thing with tomorrow's John. Yeah, we got segment. a bone. We got a bone to pick. Well, you know, I, I think there's a there's a, a degree to it which if I sent him excited about something and yeah. I send it to him, yeah. I need reciprocal excitement. I understand. He didn't and get I it. I didn't get it from. It's disappointing. I, I got it. Oh, that's cool sort of text yeah, and I didn't bl- like it. It's a blow off. It's disappointing. <laughs> we'll cover that tomorrow. Uh, good to, good to <laughs> hear your voice. All right. Good to hear you too. I missed you. All right. Love your hot body. There's John. Uh, <clears throat> hot Corner is coming up next. There's no Lynch on it though. So if you're a Lynch guy, he's long gone. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned. Do not change the channel. We're back tomorrow 3 to 7 on The Fan. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.